Welcome back. The last one of the year. Yeah. Well, actually, when you listen to this, it'll for you, it'll be the first one of the year. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Because this will be this will be on uh, January first. We're coming to you live from the future, <laughs> from the past. Oh well, uh, yeah, from yeah. the past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, correct. Don't correct me on the show. God damn it! I'll do what I want. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I'm Pablo Morali Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. And as the capper for the year, we are ecstatic. Yes, to uh, announce our first guest on the show. Yes. So coming to you live from last week, <laughs> it's Habib Khan. Hi. Yeah. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, film student extraordinaire and friend of the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Cool. You guys. Awesome. Yeah, we're yeah, good. We're pretty good. We're, we're good. pretty good. Yeah. We're good. We Still. feel like like this is becoming a production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live in the studio, right? <laughs> hey, hey, watch out. Watch out for all the equipment here. And right? for the first time, we, we can technically say that Robots versus Taxes was recorded in front of a live <laughs> studio audience because there actually is somebody yeah. listening in on the show besides, yeah. you know, Habib. So. Yeah. We have my loving wife here. She'll be sitting quietly on the couch. Hi, Sabrina. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all quiet. No, I'm, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of like a year-end review, kind of like looking back at the travesty of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, uh, 2017, we hardly knew you. We, we made it somehow. I mean, we thought 2016 was a... Um, <clears throat> was an unlubricated job but it's uh it was definitely the aperitif and then uh <laughs> this is like the the unfortunate hangover next door Oof. you know ah man so uh i don't know where do we start we were talking about like the uh the, what's it called the the fact that uh trump is getting his own train now in uh in israel like along the uh Along the West Bank, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's going to be in Jerusalem, the Western Wall. wall. The Western Wall, that's right, yeah. right, right. So yeah, they're going to name it after him for moving the embassy. Yeah, that's. Over to Jerusalem. Oh man, um, stroke his well, ego yeah. a little bit. Well, you know, you put his name on anything, and it's like, it's like, uh, you know, throwing out chum to sharks. So. I hope this train derails while it's standing still. <laughs> Yeah, no, right? A fucking Trump train, like, uh, why? Uh, just I don't, I don't even know. I like, don't even know. It just, I, I just imagine that like it'll smell like as soon as you get step in there, uh. it'll just smell like like cat pee. <laughs> they, they, you know what? They would put carpet in there. Yeah, secondhand carpet. Secondhand carpet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'll they'll serve Trump steaks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well done, with a little ketchup, you know. Yeah. And non-kosher, because, you know, that's how he rolls. Of course, literally, jeez. Um, but, yeah, uh, I was I was perusing the internet uh, earlier, and I was looking at um, the fact that, like, somebody did a poll, or it was like a poll was being held over the person that you most want to hang out with, and for the 10th time in a row, Obama won. 
So, um, which led us to like talk about like, well, what does that mean for Trump? Like fake fake poll. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, I mean, who 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 wouldn't want to hang out with um, Obama? I mean, as soon as as soon as he left office, he was hanging out with um, uh, Richard. What's his name? Who owns uh, Virgin? Uh, Richard Branson. Richard Branson hanging out like. He just got out of the worst relationship ever, <laughs> and we're all Facebook stalking. He him. did. It was with the American people. He <laughs> he's like hydrogliding on the back of a boat, and so he's like more tan than usual. Yeah, like he's just the colors coming back into his he, face. Oh my! Geez, his hair is like going like reverse gray. It's like <laughs> it's just like the stress is just leaving his body, and we're all just like, please come back, give us another chance. You know, I just man. That's that. I wish that was the president that we currently had because this this past year has been just like I don't know what can you call it a dumpster fire. It's just been like, um, like just one thing after another. The dumpster fire full of like uh, severed cat assholes. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's just the worst thing. It's like nobody knows how it happened. Or how it all got there, but it's what we're dealing with. I know. You know? It's just, man, you paint quite a picture. Yeah. That is rough. I'm going to be posting that on uh, all of our social media outlets. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hashtag severed cat assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you were saying that how like this kind of like this kind of Trump idiocy throughout the year has kind of been normalizing. Like, yeah, it's um, dumbing things down for the entire country, and the the level of discourse we're having is pretty. It's set a very really low bar. Yeah, and I think the danger is um, anyone that comes after him, if they're just slightly better, we're going to be grateful for it. Yeah, we shouldn't be. You know, you're you, you make a really scary point. <laughs> yeah, it, but I mean, like, is it is it going to be like? Because I feel like the next person that takes charge is just going to have like a tough time trying to reverse everything that he's already done. And I think that's what he's doing right now is that he's just, because he's done committed so many like ridiculous things, like appointing that guy Ajit Pai as like the head of the FCC and ending net neutrality and, you know, um, moving the capital of Israel. Well, uh, you know, in, in terms of like the American embassy, right? Moving the capital of Israel over from Tel Aviv over to uh, Jerusalem. And then what else? The tax reform cut, like, (laughs) and hitting control Z on pretty much everything that Obama has done. So, pretty much. much. And um, he's already appointed one Supreme court judge who's going to be there for, it's a lifetime appointment and other federal judges that also have, lifetime appointments that are very far right wing that are going to be there way after him. Yeah. Has that already happened? Because I remember that they were already, they were doing hearings on like the, like who would be the, the judge. So you think you can judge kind of thing. Those, uh, there were two or three that uh, withdrew then their, um, like, yeah, the nomination. Yeah. Because they, (laughs) they became rival sensations, but there were quite a few before because they're going to be more after. Right. That are very, uh, yeah, very right wing. Yeah. 
but the, those guys actually like that that one video that went yeah, viral he's, uh, he's he, gone yeah, yeah thank god because yeah. he had no idea what he was doing that was pretty bad it's like have you ever been a judge no <laughs> 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 have you ever seen a court movie have you ever seen you know a few good men with tom cruise no <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really weird to look at um but yeah uh, but in in um, in following the line of um, <coughs> the the way the level of discourse in this country is sort of at a very low bar, um, I like to bring things to a to a like a personal place. So, uh, Habib, have you have you had any interactions with people in this past year? I'm sure you have <coughs> that highlight this for you. Like you thought maybe you were walking into a rational situation, and it turned into you know the aforementioned uh, dumpster fire well um, i was actually a poll worker during the elections oh god so <laughs> no way actually our peace precinct uh went for trump our what? our neighborhood they uh voted for trump well that's over. yeah that's not far-fetched i mean yeah um if you're the thing is if you're in staten island you know that it's it went all trump yes of course yeah that 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 part of new york that borough always goes full red yeah it was ridiculous yeah so so you you see these people coming in well the thing is you're not supposed to have like this um for example there's one guy comes in with a make america great again hat you're not supposed to have any sort of uh anything uh, uh advertising any, oh, like any politician the, yeah, the like partisan poll. politics. Right? Yeah. Okay. So he comes in and he's just acting like he owns the place, and then he comes in with his mom and he's bringing in all these people and telling them how to Jesus vote. Jesus Christ! For. And you're not supposed to be like when you're voting and picking people, you're not supposed to be there. Like you're supposed to be doing it alone behind like a curtain or something. Right, right, right. And he's just doing whatever he wants, and uh, no one stopped him. Why didn't anybody stop they, him? They they said something like, "Oh, you're not supposed to be doing that," but I guess. Um, whoever was running the uh, the elect the you know running the the polling station, mm-hmm. they didn't want to create a fuss maybe or something. But uh, yeah, and it was and you can it was you could probably you can tell like who was voting for Trump. Yeah. By how they were. How they were dressed, like they come in in like uh, like what like the, an American flag vest it, it, or. It's like they had this attitude, like this personality to them. Like, okay. Yeah, we're gonna finally do something and take this country back from. From yeah, from, from the colored from yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you said it was like, I was like trying to find a tactful way to say it, but I was like, yes, that's pretty much it. Because it's yeah. essentially what you hear if you pass by Staten Island on the ferry. It's just take it back from the colored. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and while I was w- working, right, I wasn't paying attention to the news and what was happening. We were there until like t- midnight or something, and I was working with this uh, w- from this girl from Mexico. And she has she was telling me her story and uh, you know uh, coming to the country and all these relatives that are here and how she was scared of uh, of Trump possibly winning and I was telling her no he's not gonna win uh, Americans are smarter than that and I was sure of it and, and really I, really yeah, you were sure of it I was, I was like yeah there's no way this uh, this retarded or whatever is going to <laughs> there's no way he, he like. I, like I guess that was my mistake for thinking like the uh, overall IQ of this country was higher than it. Well, it's not so much. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is that like, um, just in your opinion, like looking back at it, because it's a retrospective, right? Um, why is it that in your opinion you think Hillary lost? Um, 
Well, I it's like um, for how many years have uh, Republicans been like bashing on her and hating on her? Like well, well ever since she yeah, she the whole well even before out. the whole email scandal. Um, she's you know she's connected to Bill Clinton, so automatically it's like yeah. Oh, yeah, she's Bill Clinton's wife, and it's going to be oh she worked for Obama, this is going to be Obama's third term, and so there was a lot of hate directed towards her. So and I also think that she didn't have, she wasn't like uh, getting people enthusiastic about her campaign, like yes. Bernie Sanders, for example. Right, right, right. So it was just like a combination of factors, and then she wasn't like campaigning like in Wisconsin or somewhere when she should have been and uh, I think she thought she had it in the bag like they yeah. were they, they were shipping sh- uh, champagne like on the on the planes get the stuff. fuck out really yeah. I don't know if it was her directly but it was like her uh, campaign workers were they were they were thinking they had it they had it shit but then you know once these kind of ones I think it was like Florida or some other state uh, the results came in it's like oh yeah not. <laughs> I oh, think we were getting real yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, this is that that was that was kind of like a shock for all of us, and a shock that we're still currently kind of like living in. But I mean, we're, like we're we're forever going to have some form of PTSD. Off yes, of that. like there will never be another election for us who who went through this where we can go, nah, that can never happen. Yeah. The empire can't win. Look at who's like who they're electing. This old man who's like <laughs> who sounds like the devil. <laughs> like, He's talking about unlimited power. Who are are we seriously going to elect this guy to the head of the empire? No way. And then it just happens. That's the way it happens. Hey, you know, it's like yeah. Well, at least I still have those tickets to Alderaan. <laughs> Shit, I hear the beaches are great in Alderaan. <laughs> And this whole thing with uh, the Russian investigation, I think, um, well, we don't fully know how much they've actually influenced uh, the election. We do know that they were uh, buying like advertisement on Facebook and disseminating it to like God they, knows how many people. So maybe yeah. that also played an effect. Oh, they uh, basically, absolutely. yeah, they basically proved a point, right? Like they basically proved that yes, the internet can win elections. The internet has this tremendous like power over us yep. and, and that Americans are hopelessly hopelessly dependent on Facebook for news yeah it's like like you if he whenever like they did like an in, like scene like all the the bullshit sensationalist cable news networks whenever they did like an interview of the polls right they would talk to like Joe Schmo and be like where do you get your news from and they're like Facebook mm-hmm. you know and it's kind of if it's kind of disheartening to see how easily swayed we are because we like to convince ourselves that we're not mm-hmm. like especially on on the coasts right we're 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 pictured we're like reduced to being like elites to the rest of the country mm-hmm. is that because th- we are <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry. Try but, to be a little humble, Mancebo. But, but we are. It's like, <laughs> listen, we're we're exposed to like many different cultures. You know, there people come in on boats and play. Right. Like, I mean, I'm oversimplifying <laughs> it, but like, you know, there there's there's a richness to the coast that you just don't yep. get in the middle of the country. Not taking anything away from people who live in the middle of the country, I'm sure that there's it, it's a lovely time. But it's you know, the world is not just the way it appears in the middle of America and to be in such a 
homogenous population or mostly homogenous population within those states, that's got to skew your world perspective a, a certain amount, especially if you're not exposed to to different kinds of people and different kinds of thought. I mean, that's just it's just so weird, you know? Yeah, but and that's another thing is like I, I wanted to bring this up a little earlier, but uh, the the impact of the Internet, right? Mm-hmm where it was supposed to bring every the promise to the internet uh, to begin with was like it was supposed to bring everybody together but now it feels like we're so far apart and we're, we're like our internet is so tailored to our specific tastes that it's like no we're all living in bubbles well originally the internet was for scientific and um medical as well as a certain amount of military institutions to communicate with each other um a lot easier as opposed to you know Mail, yeah, <laughs> or pornography. Yeah, well, pornography is what helped to proliferate the internet. I yeah, mean, we owe a great uh, debt to pornography. We do for. Her. I'm saluting our sex workers as we speak. Hey, would you not do that? All right, while sorry, we sorry, sorry. We have a guest here. Yeah, sorry. Put that away. All right, hold on. Earmuffs. There's a lot to zip up. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh, I forgot the horns. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm sorry you were saying before I derailed your your I conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we owe a great debt to pornography. Yeah. But <laughs> but yes, as as the internet uh, proliferated and became more sophisticated, I, I guess um, it can be argued that it has uh, caused a certain amount of di- divisiveness in our country and our society. But I would also argue that the elements of what causes that were already there and we just had a different medium a different substrate if you will to just let it happen faster to let it to let these ideas fly back and forth quicker they were happening before it's not like before the internet this country was just like united <laughs> right right you right know? so i i it's it's it all dep- i mean if tomorrow you know we all had some device that connects directly into our brains and instead of an internet we turned the entire planet into an inju- to a giant like electronic neural net we would see the same thing that's happening now but in real time all the time a lot faster waking dreaming hallucinating and there would be no end to it and that would i think that would essentially be the end of the world um yeah. in my opinion but like but the main point is that like those the elements that cause that you know, have already been there. We've just let it run wild. Wasn't that the plot of Transcendence, that horrible Johnny Depp movie? I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it could. You don't have to laugh that hard. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa, from the cheap seats. Oh. <laughs> All right. I see what I'm up against here. I'll just shut up. <laughs> I I would like to piggyback on what you said. Um, the connections are being made faster. Um, like uh, I, I'm not. You probably have seen these graphs or these maps of uh, Twitter users and how they connected. And like uh, it's like everyone's in their own bubble. They're just following people who mm. uh, who share their point of view, and not anyone from outside of it. So it's just like yeah, as you were saying as well. Like it's just creating these communities that are yeah, just connected to. Yeah, they're just connected to themselves, and they're, they're not, you know, spreading out and learning. 
just echo chambers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, exactly. it's like how the rise of the alt right came about because where do the, all those guys go to? You know, mm. they're like little uh, tiny white dicks uh, websites where they're just like, I got a tiny white dick, don't you? <laughs> and they're just like, Dot yeah, com. I got a <laughs> <laughs> AKA the Daily Stormer or whatever, <laughs> but that's how. But that's how these these um, these guys come come about is because like there's little pocket communities of the internet and they're so like removed from society that the the hate just brews, mm. Mm. and then along comes like dumbass Trump and he takes advantage of that and he like stirs it up. By like winking to them, he's like, "I'm not, a, I'm not on your side, but I'm kind of on your side," you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it it gets them all into a frenzy, and then we get, you know, uh, people marching with uh, tiki torches tiki in torches. the middle of the night. Right. Yep. Right. Talking about yeah, you know, we're <laughs> we're about preserving, you know, our white culture. You know, it's like I don't remember any real culture being based off of like fucking everybody else up. Like, yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't remember them actually being stateside. I remember them being like Europe side, like back in the day, (laughs) like weren't they the Germanic barbarians? Why don't they just go back? If they love it so much, just go back there. Right. You know, if if you don't like multiculturalism, then just, just leave. <laughs> that should be our slogan for the next year. <laughs> but the the year did end on a positive note with the election in Alabama, where yes. we barely uh, got away with barely. a child molester yeah. being elected to Senate. Like by 1% or less than 1%. Yeah. Yeah. And Trump was campaigning for him. Bannon, they yes. were all on his side. They wanted him there. Wait, was was Bannon on on his side as well? Yeah, he well, yeah he yeah. was campaigning. He was uh, like the opening act. Uh, oh, okay. For his campaign events. Okay. He okay. came out there and he was just like, "Hey, who likes leather jackets and like back knee that grows on your face?" <laughs> 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 I can't wait till that's logged into the history books as we look back at this, at yeah. this horrible dark ta- dark time. In the United States, where it's just like Trump supported a pedophile, you know, he's uh, being accused by 19 women of sexual assault. Uh, You know, it's just like this dark chapter where it's just like all the worst parts of our history are like just bubbling up to the surface. If there's anybody around to read that. Yeah, I know, right? I'm hoping hoping there's light after this because... <laughs> sorry, we sorry, Habib. We get somewhat pessimistic, sometimes um, into a downward it's, spiral. It's it's my yeah, it's my fault, really. <laughs> it's 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 all me just going like this. This world sucks. Let me tell you why. <laughs> but you, we should be positive that um, it wasn't just uh, Alabama, we, the Democrats won in Alabama. They like in Virginia as well. Yes, they, they won so many elections over there. And yeah, I, I think uh, Trump being elected as woken a lot of people up that would have been sleeping if a Democrat would have been president and they're becoming active and hopefully 2018 when all these elections are happening that they'll like sweep the house and possibly the Senate and midterms midterms November him. 2018 yep. yeah I hope yeah. so because I can't we can't take this shit anymore man yeah, it's it's going to be huge because it's going to prevent them from making like 
any more of these drastic changes. But we we haven't. He has like a whole year to fuck around. Yeah, it's it's, but it's gonna be a blue wave. I yeah. mean, it's like if Alabama was anything, it was like it just showed that that there is definitely a change going on. It's happening, spe- specifically with like the marginalized and uh, people of color. Yeah, like so. my my dad, he's he doesn't pay attention to politics at all, and now he's like making himself really? aware yeah <laughs> so they're like even like relatives they're all real minorities and uh so yeah it's um it's a it, it is good that they're being uh, made aware but then it's like people are being affected right now people are being deported yeah people are being killed mm-hmm. and yeah you just have to like hold on i guess yeah hold on till 20 2018 yep. oh jeez. 18 it's just right around the corner. We're almost at the finish line, and it's like we're barely we're struggling well, to get there. Well, we're at a, a certain mile mark. I, there's no, I definitely don't see it as a finish line, because um, again, <laughs> yeah, the, the election got. of 2016. Like we we thought, you know, we were finally gonna see some progress. It's like we we had eight years of a our first African American president. We're gonna have our first woman president, and whether you like Hillary or not, look at her history or not, that woman was more than qualified for the job. Right. Like, I I have said it from day one with Trump. It is like finding a toddler running around in your apartment with a loaded gun. Yeah. It's like, there's no, there is no good side to this at all, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Unless Other you, than it's kind of like, hilarious to look well, at. Well, I I guess. You know, it's like, oh, look. <laughs> he's like, had a gun. He's like a cowboy. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So <laughs> I'm not trying to promote any kind of like firearm. Like, uh. Anyway, for any complaints, <laughs> please direct all emails. No, and no, phone no. Calls come on, Martinez. Nine one seven. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, man, sometimes I feel like we dig ourselves a, uh, (laughs) we dig ourselves a hole and we're just like, uh, trying to get ourselves out of it because it feels so dark, so dark. You know, you have to face the darkness (laughs) before you see the light. (laughs) Oh man. God damn it. You're such a good guest. Yes. <laughs> I can honestly say the best guest we've ever yes. had. Yes. Best guest. Only guest. A round of applause. Uh, I'm, right. I'm taking a bow. <laughs> you can't see it, but he's taking a bow. All right. Oh, man. That studio audience, they yeah. stopped clapping. Like, <laughs> they stopped <on> cue, cold. <laughs> Synchronized. Yeah. But, you know, we keep, a, we keep a tight ship here on Robots versus Taxes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But uh, I think it's probably time to switch over uh, to uh, the next half of our show. But before that, just so you know, I am Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And you're listening to Robots Robots vs. Taxes Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn with special guest Habib Habib Khan. Khan. Habib Amjad Khan. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. That's how you do it. So you've smoked weed before? Yep. I have, and I've taken a THC pill in California. It was gone uh, legally, but yeah, it was um, for someone's dad who 
had uh, glioblastoma. Oh, jeez. And, and uh, so they they, were, they wanted to give him something, I guess, for the pain. Yeah. And I was a guinea pig. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So, Whoa, that is, like, brave of you? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I just remember having uh, a peanut butter sandwich. And you were like, and this is the best. So, <laughs> I was, uh, I don't know how to describe it with words. It was Orgasmic. Like yeah. I don't know. It was just amazing. <laughs> and yeah, we're like, back. I make out with it. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, guys. <laughs> That is awesome. And it was uh, close to a 24-hour high. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that's 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 when you eat edibles. I yeah. mean, it lasts for a really long time. Here's the thing. Um, I crash after, like, whether smoking or after that. But like I, like I feel down. Oh really? Like it's almost like depression, I guess. Okay. After. Whoa. So. Um, I was hoping that you were going to tell us you crashed like a boat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, like that's what got you out of it. That he, was like he crashed kick. into the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> that was like that's like the kick from Inception. It's <laughs> just like you know, <laughs> where am I? You know. Yeah. All right, fine or not, <laughs> whatever. And um, this is the robot section. I can reference whatever I want. You know. So. <laughs> And I guess the last, time, the last time I smoked was some hashish and uh, hashish. And um, what country was it? Uh, Norway? Well, Denmark and Norway. Damn, dude. That um, is awesome. But uh, I, I guess I was surrounded by, like, I was visiting friends there, and I was in such a good mood. I was, like, happy, I guess, that uh, it didn't have any effect on me. Like, I still had the same mood after smoking. Right, right, right. Or I don't know if it was because I was happy before it or it wasn't strong enough. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you travel, you offer yourself up as a guinea pig for drugs. Um, you've gone to other countries and like smoked hashish. You're you're like the beginning of the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're gonna have so many stories in ten <laughs> the years. Stories <laughs> I can't tell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You're like a regular Jedi. Did you see what I did there? Yeah, I just segued into this. Segue. <laughs> smooth. Smooth. Very smooth. Not forced at all. See what ah, I hey. hey. I did it again. But um crickets. Kill me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that brings us into the robot section. We're gonna talk finally get to talk about The Last, the last Jedi. Jedi. And uh Let's do that one more time. The, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> nice for jumping Yay. in. There you go. All right. But uh, first trio. So men. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so like real, you know, honest to goodness nerds, uh, Pablo and I had tickets for opening night. Yep. Um, we wanted to go to Alamo Draft House where we usually like to enjoy our, our nerd dump, but... When those tickets went on sale, they they like sold out within like half a second. Yeah, like I went to the side, there were like no seats. So anyway, we thought that we were gonna have to go to a regular theater, like animals. Um, but I found I f- we're not animals. We're men. We're men. We're manly men. <laughs> men, you know. But uh, I found uh, a theater at a Lowe's on Thirty Fourth Street that actually had assigned seating. So even though they don't bring your food to you. We at least didn't have to like fight for seats or anything. We picked it out online like human beings and uh, just went and took our seats. We actually got there a few minutes late because it was 
we went to a 10.45 p.m. showing on a Thursday night, um, and we were essentially here at Pablo's house eating Chinese food, and we got carried away with ourselves. Yeah. We were just like, <laughs> <laughs> time. <laughs> Sabrina was like, you better get the fuck out of here. So we we're like, oh, my God. Time moves forward? No way. <laughs> um, so anyway, we got there and uh, just walked in and sat in our seats. Nobody was sitting there. Uh, otherwise, we would have, you know, had to get all Brooklyn. Yeah, you know. No. What the fuck are you doing in our seats? I, was thinking, I don't know what accent that is. I though. was thinking we would just gentrify the whole theater. <laughs> oh, that's shit. What, that's what Brooklyn means to me now. But anyway. <laughs> people with, like, handlebar mustaches. <laughs> but, man, um, yeah, I mean, this this movie was, needless to say, divisive. Uh, because... I don't know. I love the fuck out of it. Uh, I can't wait to see it again. But then it surprised me with the online backlash. Mm. Not enough white people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That was basically <laughs> like there was there was like an underpinning of like, you know, the people of color trying to take our Star Wars away oh, from us. My God, Because when you look at sci fi, it's just. The first thought you have is, my goodness, there just aren't enough white people yeah, I in know. sci-fi. It's almost as if, uh, you know, Neo didn't save us from the machines. <laughs> Matrix reference number 345 for those keeping score. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I just can't believe that like so many people were, A, bashing the Asian-American character, Rose... Mm-hmm. Uh, Tico mm-hmm. and um, B they just hated all the like this is let, let's get the one thing straight this movie didn't play by the Star Wars rule book it really did not yeah um, but uh, yeah I mean I don't know that's that's kind of like where where I'm at like I just I'm kind of baffled as to why so many people hated it like what did you think about it Habib when you um, I really enjoyed it. Um, there were a lot of great, uh, well, specifically there were a lot of, uh, scenes that I enjoyed. Uh, can we get into spoilers? Yeah, of course. Yes, Let's get can. into spoilers. Like, two of my favorite scenes were, um, the, the ship going light speed into that, oh. Um, oh, man. and then the lack of sound. That was just amazing to watch. Yes. That, that, that scene is so, uh, impactful that some theaters have actually, taken to hand to handing out notes beforehand to people who come and saying there's a scene like an hour and 52 minutes into the movie that happens for 10 seconds without sound that's supposed to be there just so you know really people were complaining they were like the sound went out like right at this oh, great scene and it's just like no that that's kind of the point yeah, yeah. it's called yeah. It's, it's called cinematic storytelling people I, and like, in space, yeah. no one can hear you die. <laughs> no one <laughs> can hear you speed. kamikaze <laughs> right into the first order ships. And um, there was that other scene where Ray goes into that hole. Uh, I don't know, that cave or whatever Oh, when she it. does and like... And then she puts mm. her finger to the like a wall and there's like, a ref- like all these reflections of her. Yeah. Like, that was like Lynchian. It was beautiful. It was really interesting. Although for a second, I thought she was going to go into the Spider-Man 3 dance. Like... Dig on this, right? <laughs> and I was like, "This is not that movie." So, um, what if I, they would have gone like 
like Twin Peaks. You know? Oh, like, where it's like the the little guy would have come out and been like, "Let's rock!" Like, <laughs> and, and, um, I, I'm not well versed in the whole Star Wars universe, but um, like what I've seen is there's Jedi's and there's Siths. There's nothing like in between. And in this movie, there was they're trying to create this thing that's in between where you're not, you don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith to use a Force and yeah. do something else. They were hinting at it, but they were still like, I was kind of upset that they didn't go like full like gray Jedi. But maybe that's me because I'm such a Star Wars nerd, and then I'm just like, gray Jedi, the extended universe, whatever. I'm I should just stop that because this is not the times that we're living in. Well, you know, the extended universe was taken out back and shot and shot, <laughs> shot twice behind the ear. Right. You know, so. Yeah. And I'm, I'm Jesus. worried about, I'm worried about what JJ Abrams going to do. I think he might, uh, I hope he doesn't backtrack on what was, um, like you think he's going to Trump episode nine. Um, no, he's going to hit control Z. I, I hope he doesn't. Cause he's, he's, he's a respectable filmmaker, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like painting by numbers almost, uh, in a way. Yeah. And well, the uh, first Johnson one. was like really like he, he pushed the envelope. Basically. Yeah. 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 He did. I got to say, I don't, I, <sighs> there were certain decisions that he made within the film that I just on a very, uh, visceral level didn't agree with. Um, like what? Yeah. Like the way they just ended Snoke. Um, I mm. I just felt like it, it felt really premature. I felt it w- it was a it was a Darth Maul moment, you know. Really, because like I mean, they gave us these big moments with Snoke. They um they gave him some really scary moments, but at the same time, it's like, did you know who Palpatine was? Did you care? That's true. I get it. I get it. But I felt like they gave us in this in this Star Wars film what they gave us in. Um, one of your favorite films, Justice League, with Steppenwolf. Oh, jeez. I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? No. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what film you should watch? Which? Um, Batman versus Superman. You motherfucker. Oh, I swear that, to God. I would say that's the crowning jewel of the uh, DC Come universe. Come on, man. <laughs> what? Crowning jewel and a piece of shit. Right? <laughs> that's right, you know? Even pieces of shit need crowning jewels, but <laughs> oh, but like, definitely crowned early. Uh, <laughs> 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 <So>. oh. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Snoke. <laughs> so I, I was just thinking about what you said of how we don't know the Palpatine's bow, you know, origin, right, right, right. And I, I actually, I, I think I, I liked it, the decisions that he went with uh, now that I think of it because. If you, if you get too much of a backstory in the history, it sort of like robs you of the mystery of the character. Mm-hmm. Like um, the uh, prequels with the uh, With Anakin? Oh, with the Metachlorians. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But, but Snoke was like all mystery. Like we saw him like in a dark room in The Force Awakens like twice. And then in this film, suddenly he's got like a yellowish sort of he's wearing a gold robe gold robe like just like chilling like like Hugh Hefner on the inside with the samurai bodyguards yeah with yeah. the samurai which those were, were that way dope um, <laughs> my, god. Oh my god it's can just we, like can, can we, we just make the movie about the, like yes them? yeah Jeez, like let's give a moment for the Praetorian guards oh my god yeah, wow. the that was such a cool design and their weapons oh like, yes 
Oh, those <laughs> do- those weird like fucking like lightsaber whips or yeah. whatever. Oh. Damn, man, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, I'm so glad there was a battle scene between all of them and uh, Ray and um, uh, and, and Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Ben, Ben right. Solo. Ben, your name is Ben. <laughs> it's Kylo. Yeah, that was that was well done. It was I was you know it did it, it didn't have the um again uh, this is just me wanting something that they just didn't want to give me but uh, I understand why you know it would it would have been too much to have like a really sophisticated lightsaber battle as we saw. Man, this is going to sound a little controversial, but I thought some of the lightsaber battles from uh, the prequels uh, were really well done because yeah. everybody was like a super experienced uh, yeah Jedi master Jedi master or Sith and it was just there was just like this this sword play that it was it was dialogue you know and yeah you didn't really see that too much between Kylo Ren and anybody else and Ray because it was just like Ray who's just raw talent and Kylo who's sort of trained but anger but anger obsessed you know yeah. and ruled so it didn't have that same feeling but they gave us that little that little something for in that scene with the guards and you know and all that stuff so i i really appreciated that okay all right you know but shouldn't she have died in the previous film that's what i thought too but we never saw her actually you know die it was just it was implied it's like we'll uh put her in a trash compactor you know (laughs) and then the uh the star destroyer not star destroyer sorry star killer blew up and it's just like oh was she on star killer and it blew up so she's dead but you know there's a whole side story there i'm sure that they are going to put in comic yeah, of course. Video game form. It's That's the thing I, I hate. I, I just really, she's such a cool looking character. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't give her enough. And I really hope they bring her back for number three where she was all burned and, and like odd and like <laughs> just, uh, just like she takes off her mask and she's like, I'm no longer wearing this mask. Yeah. I, I, I want to see her face in the next film if yeah. she comes back because she was amazing in uh, Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones. Yeah. She's amazing. That yeah. actress. What's her name? Uh, Chris, Chris. Fuck. Julie Christie. Let's just call her Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> Brienne of Tarth was amazing. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I kind of just want to see her face. And there, she had this one badass moment where um, I forget who it was, Renner, Finn or Ray. They sh- they shoot her at point blank range, and it just bounces off of her, and she's like, "Please," you know. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, please let her be like the huge villain. But it didn't turn out that way. They they keep building her up to be this Boba Fett kind of character yeah. where she's really awesome to look at. In execution, she's like, whatever the fuck, who cares? Like, let's kill her off real quick. Ah, man. But uh, let's let's switch over to the whole Finn and Rose Tico side story on Canto Bite because that's the thing that all the nerds have the all the nerds in the in a huff, and I kind of agree with them. On that end, what end? Which is um, that that side story kind of sucked. Like they go to this casino planet, and um, mm. it doesn't really matter to the overall story. I I agree. I kind of agree with the nerds, and I kind of disagree because the whole movie is about failure. Yeah. Right. Um. So. I didn't care for the. Uh, I didn't care for the kids. Really, you didn't care for the kids. I really didn't. 
You monster. <laughs> I can't even deny it, man. It's like I know that they were trying to develop this whole like look at these depressed children who are have to upkeep these space horses for this uh, casino planet full of rich aliens but there was just nothing that pulled me to them maybe one of them is force sensitive i don't know they yeah, did they is. It, it he is they confirmed it okay fine who cares really like i <sighs> as a matter of fact if they do to that kid what happened to you know that poor little kid in um revenge of the sith you know Master Skywalker, we're no, surrounded. Mm. What are we going to do? <laughs> Lightsaber to the face, yeah. you know. <laughs> Turn him into Snoke. Yes, that's <laughs> who I think it is. Um, <laughs> I, my theory still lives. Shmi, Shmi. I think I think that Snoke is Shmi. Oh my God, Shmi, Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's mother. <laughs> I, that's that's my theory, and I'm and I'm sticking to it. There's this is the I, worst theory on the planet. There's nothing to prove me wrong, man. <sighs> you have my my dissension. That's what proves you wrong. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, can we talk about briefly? And I gotta say, honestly, this moment almost made me cry. Yoda. Ah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. When the camera was panning around the... Uh, My favorite around shot. Around the tree, and you saw fucking Force Ghost Yoda. I was just like, Master Yoda. <laughs> he's back, and he's blue. He's black. He's ba- I was he's about black. to say he's back, black. and he's black. Black Yoda. That's a whole other episode. But, right, right. Um, and he just, you know, he just burned up the tree, and, and he... A lot of people had a problem with that, which I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I'm glad yeah. he did it. He kept it real with Luke. He was just like, you know, oh, so those books were page turners. Yeah. He was like, uh, I didn't actually read all of them. Get an aviator, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Download on Kindle, you must. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I thought that was unbelievable. I'm so glad they gave that to us. Like, yes, yeah. yes, thank you, just thank you. Uh, I'm wondering if that's uh, foreshadowing if they're going to use uh, Luke Skywalker now as the Force Ghost for Rey. I totally think so. Yeah, I think so as well. That would be great, especially since she ended up taking all the Jedi texts anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was on the ship or something, right? Yep. Yeah, not many people caught that. Yeah, yeah. you caught that. I caught too. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that that brings uh, me to another point of uh, divisiveness that people just hated. The fact that um, Ray, like, what do you think of the fact that, like, there was a reveal about Ray's parents? Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Yeah. What do um, you think about that? I I think that was, yeah, I really loved it because it's not like um, you have to come from royalty or some special background to become something powerful. Like, you can be a nobody and you can become a somebody. Right, right, right. So... I I enjoy that. Like, it's a good messaging. Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, your parents don't define who you are. Yeah, that's that's been the whole thing where, like, a lot of nerds have been cynical about, like, the whole, like, oh, well, what, are they, what are you they trying to say? That the Force can come from anywhere? And I'm like, yeah, the f- Force can yeah. come from anybody. Like, anybody. It's not the Metachlorians that matter. People matter. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever walk into the street with a shirt that has hashtags 
like all midichlorians matter. I will slap. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not like John McClane and Die Hard with a Vengeance, man. I'm not trying to like get people to kill me. <laughs> and I, I would never wear a shirt that says that. It's too nerdy. I'm, I'm more, I'm more than that. <laughs> but, no, um, I'm not. <laughs> but you know, I. I like the point that you bring up, Habib, in terms of you you not having to come from royalty or special the, these special parents in order to have, you know, power or specialness in and of yourself. Like I dig that message. But, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, here it, it comes. comes a There's a part of me that honestly believes that uh, Kylo Ren was just straight up lying to to Ray um, about her her lineage, uh, just because. They both, why? they both had visions within the Force, um, which we've learned it was Snoke that was uh, bridging the gap. Yeah. Uh, Jedi FaceTime. Jedi FaceTime. And ultimately um, explains the Kylo Ren shirtless scene because that was to convey to the audience that they're not just talking. They can actually see each other. Yeah. You know, you know they can force sext or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, that's, that, I bet that's on the like extended edition. Yeah. Right? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think <laughs> they both had visions within, within the force um, as they delved into each other or whatever. And Ray's visions pretty much came to pass. Whereas Kylo Ren's didn't. Um, and they both gleaned information from each other through that communication. So what she saw of him uh, pretty much came true. What he claims to have seen from her didn't. So right. I, I think he was just making shit up to break her and bring her over to the dark side. But then how do you explain the force vision in, uh, in, the, in planet Ireland? Like, you know her looking into that mirror and seeing herself because she wanted, she asked the mirror. I, th I think she asked the mirror. She's like, show me my parents. Yeah. And it was like, no one. I think that's part of the mystery. I think there's, I think she put up some sort of there. There's something traumatic about her, her lineage and her parentage. Um, I don't think it's the fact that her parents abandoned her. I'm not completely denying it. I mean, it's, you know, Disney does the whole, like, traumatic parentage yeah. thing. But Yeah, that's like their MO. Actually, for a second, I was, uh, I thought she was, like, a clone or something. Well, oh, that's really fucking interesting, well, actually. Yeah, I mean, she, like, saw herself and, like, you're your own parent. People, people are people were saying that she was a clone from Luke's hand, <laughs> like uh, or or Snoke was a clone from Luke's hand. Uh, whatever. That it sounds kind of Twin Peaks. Yeah, whole, it, uh, <laughs> it does feel like Twin Peaks. That uh, are we gonna get into Twin Peaks after? Um, we can get into Twin Peaks a little bit, but uh. Somebody here hasn't, oh, hasn't okay. seen it. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm just going to say it's you Ernesto. You did point the finger. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, well, it's Ernesto. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Spoiler. For a split second, <laughs> for a split second though, during that scene with Ray and the mirror, I yeah. thought that Pavel's theory was actually about to come true. Did you tell Habib your theory? No. My theory about... Uh, dude, I, I, 
I'm a little tipsy right now, so oh, okay. I can't really Less remember. <laughs> Pavel was was pushing really hard that he thought that Ray was a Palpatine. Was a Palpatine? Yeah, like the Emperor. Uh, like I thought she was gonna see like hello. Oh, yeah, it was like a. I'm afraid you're related to me. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. That's a really good impression. Holy shit. Because, yeah, um, it was like a shadowy figure with like yes. a hood or something coming towards yeah. us. Yeah. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, holy shit, it's going to be, it's gonna be no. Palpatine. For that split second, I was thinking it was going to be Obi-Wan. Oh. But then I thought it, I, I think it would have been too predictable if it was. Yeah, people were already saying Kenobi. that. I really wanted her to be a Kenobi. Well, you heard his voice like when she had that vision in The Force Awakens. The Force Stroke. Yeah. <laughs> when she touched the, yeah, stroke. the Force Stroke. The Force Stroke. It's just stroking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has an aneurysm. Come on. <laughs> no, it just sounds like something else. Oh, Stroke. <laughs> so weird such as the lightsaber just floods herself <laughs> oh <laughs> force stroking with uh force stroking to the oldies oh jeez we've got to wrap it up oh man yeah this was this was a great episode yeah. but we uh, Habib we really want to thank you for being on yeah our, thanks for being on the show our first and greatest guest on the show yeah. <laughs> the guest that will live in infamy Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. From all of us uh, uh, here at Robots versus Taxes, I'm Ernesto Mancivo. And I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. With our special guest, Habib Amjad Khan. Yeah. And together we are Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a happy new year, motherfuckers. Song of the Week. I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track The birth of a child on the 8th of October A toast, but my granddaddy came sober Count all the fingers and the toes Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows 18 years younger than my mama But I really got beatings with the girl love drama In single parenthood, there I stood By the time she was 21, had another one This one's a girl, let's name a Pam Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn Irresponsible Plain not thinking yeah, Papa said yeah. chill But the brother keep winking uh-huh, Still he uh-huh. won't down You will tear out your hide uh-huh. On your side While the baby make us slide But mama got wise to the game uh-huh. The youngest uh-huh. of five kids Hun, here it is yeah. After yeah. ten years Without no spouse yeah. Mama's getting married In the house Word. Listen Word. Positive over negative For the woman a master uh-huh. Mother queens rise in the chapter yeah. Deja vu Tell you what I'm gonna do, do When they reminisce do over you My God I date back, I recall a man off the family tree My right hand, Papa Doc, I see Took me 
me from a boy to a man, so I always had a father when my biological didn't bother. Yeah. Taking care of this, so who am I to bicker? Not a bad ticker, but I'm clocking Pop's liver. Yeah. But you can never say that his life is through. Uh -huh. Five kids uh -huh. at 21 believe he got a right to. Right. Here we go while I check the scene with the Portuguese lover at the age of 14. The same age, front page, no fuss But I bet you all you know they live longer than us right. Never been seen now, that's where you're wrong uh -huh. But give the man a taste and he's gone Not no sleep to a jazz tune I can hear his head banging on the wall in the next room I get the pillow and hope I don't wake him For this man to cuss, hear it all in verbatim Telling me how to raise my boy unless he's taking over I said, Pop, maybe when you're older We laughed all night about the hookers at the party My old man standing yelling, good God almighty Use your condom, fix Sips of the blue right. when they reminisce right. over you for real. For real, baby. Like that. We for real. Coming at you. In 92. Rock and see how smooth. Yeah. Come on. I reminisce so you never forget this. The days are way back. So many bear witness the fitness. Take the first letter out of each word in this joint. And close as I prove my point. T to the R O Y. How did you and I meet in front of big loose fighting in the street? But only you saw what took many time to see. I dedicate this to you for believing in me. Rain or shine, yes, in any weather. My grandma Pam holds the family together. My uncle Doc's the greatest. Better get the latest. If we're talking about a car, Uncle Sterling got the latest. I try to be live 'cause I got no choice and run my own business like my aunt Joyce. So Pete Rock hit me. Enough respect to when they reminisce over you. Listen. Listen, just listen to the funky songs as I rock on and that bird is born. 